for our sins, Father God. And asking you that you will continue to bless us in every way. For we need your help nowadays, Father, more than ever. We need your strength and we need your guidance. We need more commitment and we need more for realness in the kingdom of God. Because, God, our souls are a spotlight to you. They are a diamond in the rough. And as you cut on us and as you circumcise us, it becomes brighter and brighter day by day. As we more learn more about you in every way. Now, Father, I ask as this word go forth that you will continue to bless us all, Father. Open my heart, open my mind, and open my mouth so that I might receive from heaven and give to your people as well as myself. In Christ Jesus' name I pray. Let the church say amen. Amen. Over there in the book of Acts. Our title today is Broken Pieces. Again, our title today is Broken Pieces. How many have been broken before? How many of y'all been broken to pieces before? But you still standing. Amen. Broken pieces, but still standing. The book of Acts 27. And in this book, we see the first verse that, and I'm going to read the first four verses here. And when it was determined that we should sail into Italy, they delivered Paul and they delivered Paul and certain other prisoners unto one named Julius, a centurion of Augustus Band. And entering into a ship at uh, Adromatinos, that's how that word is pronounced. I had to get my bearings together on it. Adromatinos. It's, it's not spelled the way it sounds. But when you go and you actually hear how the word is spelled or how the word is pronounced in, in, in the Greek, it's Adromatinos. And we'll get to that in a minute and give you some understanding on that. Now, notice that they entered into a ship in a dramatic nose and we launched, meaning to sail by the coast of Asia, one Aristarchus, a Macedonian of Thessalonica, being with us. And the next day, we touched at Sidon. And Julius courteously entreated Paul and gave him liberty to go unto his friends to refresh himself. And when we had launched from thence, we sailed under Cyprus because the winds were contrary. Somebody say contrary winds. See, 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 that's kind of winds that we sometimes find ourselves in, right? Contrary winds, meaning contrary spirits. Sometimes these contrary spirits belong to our own self, don't they? Sometimes we go against our own self, don't we? Most of the time, most of our pain and suffering comes from where, self? We may blame it on somebody else, but it really comes from the decisions that we make ourselves. Am I right about it? Amen? Watch this. See where we make mistakes at. All of us do. It says, and when it was determined... That we should sail into Italy. See, see, it wasn't determined by God. It was determined by them. They determined 
that they were going to do this, right? And then they said after they determined, made the determination, the choice, they said, we're going to sail to Italy. Now, Italy means the land of cattle, which is the land of your infections. So what they did was is they decided that they were going to sail by way of their own affections instead of allowing God to lead them. First mistake. The choices we make. Amen? Come on now. Come on now. God got a word for us. A spiritual word. So you see, they determined to do this. God didn't tell them to. They determined to. Now, I'm going to show you in the Bible how dangerous it is for us to make wrong decisions. And how close we come to death sometime. Are you with me? And don't know that we're right at death's door. God going to show us in the Word, the infallible Word. See, this, ain't, this, this group up in here, this ain't about the hype. This is about the knowledge of God. It's a journey. And we've got to learn how to appropriate ourselves in this journey. Or right. uh, guess what? We're going to get on the wrong boat. And see, every boat got a destination. Every boat got a destination. So we got to be sure what boat we're getting on. Amen? Amen. Amen. So when they did, see, they determined this now. And when they determined to sail by way of their own aspirations, see, they, they determined the destination that they were going. And see, a lot of times... See, they didn't know that they had God's man. See, 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 say it again, on board. See, a lot of times we make decisions not realizing that we got Jesus Christ on board. Uh-huh. So we try to take him to a place where we don't really need to be taking him. Things happen. We got to watch how we carry Jesus. Hey, y'all, y'all agree with that? Now watch this. Verse 2 says, And they entered into a ship of Adromatinos. Now, that's a wild word right there. Because that word Adromatinos means that they are abiding in death. So the determination that they made to get on the wrong boat. They got on the boat that was going to bring damnation to them. How many times have we did that? Come on. We're going to break this thing all the way down through the Holy Ghost. But you can understand. Not looking at your neighbor. No, you don't need to look at your neighbor. This is all about looking at yourself. Amen. Amen. See, that's what we need to do. We need to look at us. Would y'all agree with that? Amen. I don't need to tell you to look at your neighbor. No, that ain't going to make it. You need to, I'm going to tell you to look inside yourself and see what this word is doing. Now, they entered, notice what it says. Now, they entered into a sail, a ship. A ship is a journey they're going to go on. But the journey that they was going on was going to make them abide in death. Now, when they did that, they made a costly decision. 
Uh-oh. How many of us have ever made costly decisions? We might have not known it was going to be costly when we did it. I think I'm in the right place this morning. I do believe I'm in the house. I do believe God knows what his people need. Amen? Mm-hmm. Now look at this word. This word says that they entered into this ship called Andromeda Nose, which is they began to abide in death. And they began to sail. They launched. And they were meaning to sail by the coast of Asia. In other words, they were meaning to sail by their own flesh desires. Because Asia represents a land mass, your body, physical, a physical place. You know, so see, that's what they determined to do. Well, how many times are we determined to do the same thing? To take the journey around the coast of our flesh and still say we love God. How many, am I in the right house? I just want to know. Just want to make sure everybody awake this morning. Because God is just going to smoothly, with a real sharp scapling knife, He's going to. Circumcise us real good and easy this morning. Well, we, we, we don't even like it. Usually he get us and we don't like it. But we're going to like it today. Because in the end, we're going to see the error of our way. And it's going to make us think about a whole new spirit that we need to look within and find and work outside of us. From within. Now, watch what God does. And the next day, that means that now God is putting us in a place that's required of us. Because that word day means something that God's going to require of us. He said, now we touched at Sidon, Sidon, and judiciously, courteously entreated Paul and gave him liberty to go unto his friends to refresh himself. See, see, regardless of what situation... And what decisions we make, the Christ, the anointing that we carry on board is going to always find a place of liberty. Even when the flesh is trying to chain it up. We can't hurt the spirit. We can't hurt the word of God that's in us. We can only hurt ourselves. Now, verse 4 says, and when they had launched from there, see, they're still sailing. We sailed unto Cyprus. Well, why did we sail unto Cyprus? Because the winds were what? Contrary. Now watch this. When the going get Cyprus means a place of love and togetherness. Right. Okay. Now we're all on the same ship, right? And, and, and the winds are contrary. Everybody in here, just think about it. Everybody in here is going through. I'm talking about going all the way through. To the point of death. Mm-hmm. Now... We're all pulling for each other, are we not? Oh, come on now. See, see, all of us not because we're in the same boat, right? Huh? We're all in the same boat. Now, if somebody get in another boat that's safer, it won't be long before you forget about those that's in that bad boat where them contrary winds at. Am I right about it? Huh? You that, 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 See, that's how we are. See? But as long as we... Suffering together. Ain't nobody mad at nobody. Oh, we close. See, we love. We loving each other. See, huh? Won't tragedy make you get closer together? Won't it do it? 
So here it is. See, they're selling this Cyprus now because the winds are contrary. Okay, now, we need each other. It's just like the world. When Jesus split the sky, they're going to think it's alien invasion. And then all the country is going to band together and try to fight it. But before that, they're fighting each other. You, you understand what I'm talking about? You, you understand now. Let's just bring it to reality. See, if something coming out of that sky, they think it's alien, including Jesus. Huh? Right or wrong? They don't think they're being invaded by an, by, by an unknown force that's out of this world. See, I'm going to bring this thing down where you can understand and understand that, look, the Bible is just as real as the day is. You just got to understand it. And in the midst of your understanding, you got to understand the ramifications of how man is and the nature of man so that you can understand that man is food. No if and buts about it. I know man's a fool because I'm one. Amen. A man. That means I carry the label of a fool, and guess what? Everybody in here carry that label. And we need to know this. Because if we don't have sense enough to know it, see, then we're going to know more than God in our own silly minds. And that's going to make us think that we don't need God. See, the reason I know man is a fool because if man fool enough to sin, then he's a fool. Because the wages of sin is what? Y'all, all all right, then, case closed. Case closed. Now, with your bad self, since you don't believe you won, if you're sinning, and the wages of sin is death, then guess what? We're all fools, right? Huh? Come on. Let's just, let's just be real, see? Because God likes it when we confess our sins and our faults to one another and cry to him for help. So here they are. They're sailing together now close to Cyprus. So y'all getting anything yet? All right, good. Now verse 6, because I'm going to break it down. I ain't going to have you running all over the place. We're going to stay right on up in here. Now go to Acts 27, 6, and it says, And there, these, now, they're sailing in love now. Because the winds are contrary. Now watch what happened. And there the centurion found a ship of Alexandria. Now, sailing into where? Italy. And he put us there on. Now, now watch what happened. Now God had already seen from the beginning that we made a big mistake, right? We made the wrong choice. Got on the wrong boat, right? So the word Alexandria means she knows. Did you not know God knows that we make the wrong decision? Before we see the results of the decisions that we make. Do you not know that the word Alexandria means guardians of mankind? And there is an angelic force that's over us that protects us. So instead of keeping them on the ship called Adonatimos, which is dwelling or abiding in death, guess what God does? God puts us on another ship called Alexandria where we can be protected. Because he see, is this good, ain't it? Because you see, he sees further than we see. Now, you've got to understand one thing about God now. Galatians, I think, 6, 7 say, now, be not deceived. God is not more. Whatsoever a man sow, he got to reap it, right? So there's going to still be some repercussions. Even though I got you on another ship now. But there's still got to be some repercussions, eh? Amen? Broken pieces. Broken pieces. 
got to be some repercussions. So, I like this church. You know why I like this church? Because this church listens to the word of God. You see? See, 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 people's souls are being fed. We know. When I say we know, I'm talking about me and the Holy Ghost and all the angels. I'm looking at y'all. I'm looking through you. I can see. I see what God is doing in all of you. That's, I told y'all, and I'll tell you again, it ain't got nothing to do with the size of the dog. It's the size of the dog's heart that makes him a champion. I told you once, I've told you twice, I'll tell you again. If you commit yourself to God, God will commit himself to you, and things get better in your life. Just like it got better in mine. I told you once, I'll tell you again, I'll tell you three times. The reason why this church, this ministry, is so powerful, not in Spartanburg, but in the world. We in the world, y'all, we do things. The reason why is because of the level of the word that's being preached from this pulpit. It ain't us. It's the level of the word that's being spitted out. And you better grab on to that. You better grab on to that. Look around you. Just a few people. But we got tractor trailer loads running all over the place. Look at the biggest of the churches. They ain't doing that. We're going to ask them what they're doing. The biggest of the church, we got churches in Africa, I'm fixing to start up and nothing, I'm in the process now starting nothing up in, in, in uh, uh, Bermuda, or the Bahamas. See, see, we're at work. This church is at work. Amen. See, a little in God's hands a lot, I keep telling you that. When he tell you to do something, don't say, God, I ain't got the money, God, I just go start doing something. Don't wait till you get it. Just move when he tell you to move. He'll fill in the blanks, people. Now, see, God is not mocked whatsoever man sow, that shall he reap. Acts 27, verse 7. Now watch what he does. And when he, we had sailed slowly for many days, and scarce were come over against Sinitas, Sinitas is a place of impatience. See, that, that gets in trouble too. The wind not suffering us, we sailed under Crete, which is the flesh, over against Salmon, which is meaning that now we are fulfilled or fully consumed by our fleshly aspirations. Now, watch what it says here. And let me explain this chapter, see, this verse, because it's very, it's a lot here. You can just read through this and not know nothing. Do you believe that? You can just read through this. Your preacher can, the preacher can, can read this scripture and go to Hooping and Holland and don't say nothing. But I'm going to help you. He, say, say he don't what? He don't hear nothing either, do he? You don't hear nothing, so if you don't hear nothing, you can't say nothing, can you? You can't do nothing but go back. Didn't it say, water seek his lowest level, and a dog will return to his vomit, and if all you knew to do is yap, 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 an empty wagon, make a lot of noise, and maybe that's why they holler so much. Because right. there ain't nothing else in there. Because if it was something else up in there, then wouldn't it come out? Amen? Lawrence Fishburne said when he did that gangster movie with, he was telling uh, uh, Lucky Luciano, he said, well, you know, if you don't know, you just don't know. 
they were talking about this fool that one of them gangsters. He was a millionaire, but he wore cheap dollar suits. And and and, and they was in this conversation, right? Because these, these two slick boys, one white Italian slick guy with a nice suit on, one brother, gangster, with a nice suit on. And they're talking about the other gangster. Man, you ever look at his suits? He's a millionaire, but he around, he get them off the thrift rack. You know? And, and the brother told the white Italian, he said, well, but if he don't know, he just don't know. So, if they don't know, then they just don't know. Well, my question is this. Why do people keep sitting on them? Because they don't know. Because they don't know. And if the blind lead the blind, they do what? Okay. End of discussion. Watch this. Verse 7. And when we had sailed slowly for many days, you know when you're going slow, sometimes you want to do something, you want to get going, and you can't get going, and guess what? You get impatient, don't you? See, that's what they did. <laughs> they said, see, you're trying to get a breakthrough, but God trying to tell you no, 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 and you just keep bumping your head trying to open that door. And your head is all swole. and you're still trying to open that door. You're still trying to open that door, and you're really going against God. So they sailed many days. And then they got impatient. Sinitis means they got impatient. And when they got impatient, what did they get impatient for? Because the winds wouldn't let them. See, you know, where things in life will stop you sometimes. Like your paycheck. Hello. Like your air conditioner go out and you got to spend about three or $4,000 to get another one. Or you get sick and take all the money you got saved up. See, it's all kind of things that can get a man. Car go crazy. Your wife go crazy. Your husband go crazy. I'm going to get your husband too. Anybody can go crazy. Young and go crazy. Yeah, I'm looking at you. Young and go crazy. You know what I'm saying? Something all the time going crazy. And it works on our impatience. You know what I mean? Because we're trying to get a breakthrough, but ain't getting nowhere. That's them. That's them. So they start making more adjustments. And the more adjustments they make, because the wind is not suffering them, here's what they do. They start selling under Crete, which is they start dealing more in the flesh. Well, I might well go on back to do the things I was doing called I ain't getting nowhere serving God. That's what, you, that's what the devil tell you. Why? Because you want it now. But see, the payday comes after the work is done. You want the payday before the work is done. Huh? See, see, this thing that they got out here now called the Word of God, they got where well, you can just come to church and you get the payday. All you got to do is name it and claim it. And if you name it and claim it, you got it. And you still going after that carrot that's on the stick, that's over that donkey, and he see that carrot, and he's steady going at it, but he don't know that that thing's on the stick. And he ain't figured out that he ain't going to never get close to it 
because it's on a stick hanging in front of him, right? He don't know it's on a stick. And that's what these preachers are doing out here. Yeah, I'm talking to you. That's what they're doing. They're pimping them. The Bible says that they'll make merchandise out of you. Read the book of Peter. Read the book of Peter. The Bible explicitly says that these preachers are going to make merchandise out of you. And that is exactly what they're doing. Now the word of God said that. But the word of God also said that I'm going to raise up pastor that's got my own heart. That's going to feed my people and lead them correctly. The Bible also says that. So here they are. Here. Yeah. So watch this. They get off down in that flesh. And they're hardly passing it. They came unto a place which they call a fair haven. So they think they're in good safety now. You ever did that? You thought you got away. Come on, you can talk to me. You thought you got away. Yep, I thought I got away, and here come the law. Bang! Got to go do that time. Thought I got away. You know, there you go. I'm doing good now. They went to this place called Fair Haven, now unto was the city of Lacia. Now, I'm just, we're going to stay ready in this thing. I'm just going to break it on down to you. Sorry. Now, when much time was spent, boy, we sure spent a lot of time trying to break down that door, don't we? And what the sailing was now dangerous. Because the fast is now already passed. Now Paul began to admonished him. You know, where Paul began to correct him. Now, you know that after your foolishness that the Word of God will begin to talk to you. I say after your foolishness. Right when you're in the midst of the destruction, you're in it now. Then here come a word. You remember when I spoke to you before you did what you did and you went on and did it anyway? It'll wait right till you get in the midst of your insanity. And then it'll, it'll do the Paul on you. It'll start correcting you. Anybody, anybody ever had that happen to them? I have. I have. It's called a whooping. That's what it's called. It's called a whooping. So watch this. Let's go to verse 13. Now when the south wind blew softly, see this is a trick. Supposing that they had obtained whose purpose? What was their purpose? To do what they wanted to do by way of the flesh. But when they thought that they had attained their purpose, loosing thence they sailed close to Crete. But not long after there arose against it a tempestuous wind called the Eurachlodon. Now, Eurachlodon means violently agitated. Uh-oh. Now, you're already impatient. And now you don't think that right when I think that my car didn't get fixed, a tree fall on my house. 
they thought they had got out of the danger. But not only do the tree fall on the house, because this is a violent wind, this is a violent spirit, it killed some of my people in the house. You roughly done. That's when that heavy hammer hit you. Uh-huh. Because of you made the wrong choice. You planted a tree where you shouldn't have planted the tree. And what did you, cause you didn't see the tree was gonna get big one day. And you got one of them great old big humongous ones. And now, the wind came in. But it came from the choice you made when you planted. Amen? Yeah. One of them kind. Now, what happens is, is now, they're violently agitated now because they already been impatient. They thought they got away and then that big thing hit them. Now they really going crazy. Now they cussing God and everything, you know. Ain't nobody done that in here. Don't even answer. But they, 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 they cranking it up now. Cussing God, cussing everybody, mad at everybody. Go get their gun out the case and waiting on somebody to say the wrong thing. Where they get? Going up on job with baseball bats. Remember, I just talked to y'all about that, and this week we had a member call us and said that if somebody came up on the job with a baseball bat to whoop their old man with, God be speaking to us. And then it come to pass. Came up in there to whoop him. He did something he had no. Hey, that y'all done that, That y'all girls done that, have you? You've been mad enough sometimes, don't look as yonder. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to leave that alone because I got to go home too. Violent agitation is what it is. Now, and, it, and, and, and now when we go here to Acts uh, 20 and 22, let's go on down because, see, I, we're still talking about broken pieces. But what we're doing is we're on a journey, right? And y'all see what's leading up and how these broken pieces are going to happen, right? Because step by step, you're being shown the moves that are being made. And how we constantly go against the decisions that God makes for us. And as he tries to speak to us, we say, no, I'm bent on this. See, that desire, that's something else. That desire for the flesh, that, that, that thing will pull you. Yeah, it will. You don't need to tell the lie. It, it, it will pull you. It will pull you. Now, after many days, verse 20, and when neither sun, watch this, boy, and when neither sun nor stars, in other words, you ain't got no light, you ain't got no vision. And when neither the sun nor stars in many days appeared, you know the people perish without a vision, right? You know, when you, you ever been so dark in your life, you can't see nothing but pain and agony. And ain't nobody ever did that with me in here. <laughs> yeah. But this is what happened. After many days, it's no small tempest lay on us. In other words, that tempest was, was bad. And all hope that we should be saved was then taken away. Watch that. 
Now here we are. And this thing called life done hit us so bad until all our hope for life, all of our hope for life, all of it, is taken away. To the point where we feel like committing suicide. Because we so we done got beat down so much. See, now now listen to me, church. This is why it is so important to be around and forsake not the fellowship of the assembly. Because any one of us, hear me good, church, any one of us at any time can get darkened in our mind and depressed so bad because of, somebody say, issues, until we can't see no light. And if that thing stay on you long enough, you might do something bad to yourself. But if you got somebody around you, because the devil going to try to cut off communication. He's going to try to keep you from coming to the place where you get healed. And you'll think you're all right. And you're playing right into that sucker's hand. Man, this thing is dangerous, man. Amen. This thing is dangerous. It's sneaky. It's crafty. But watch, watch, watch what happens here. Watch what happens. Right when they feel that they don't have nothing else left. Verse 22 says, here come a word from the Lord. And now I exhort you to be of what? Good cheer. <laughs> Sound like Jesus out here. For there shall, see, they're they, they ready to die. But here come a word from the Lord that says, For there shall be no loss of any man's life among you, but of the ship. Broken pieces. You're going to be broken up. But your life will be spared. So God's word goes on down here in Acts. And, and we're getting ready to close it on down. In Acts 27, we're going to go from and deal with verses 35 to the end of the chapter. And we're going to end up in a safe place. Watch this. Verse, 30, verse uh, 31 says, Paul said, are you there? Paul said to the centurion, and to the soldiers, except these abide in the ship, you cannot be saved. How many people have bailed out of the ship? Now, what's this? This is the ship we're on. Right here. We're on a journey. How many have come through that door, chairman, and bailed out? And their life is in ruin. When you left, how was your life? Went down here. Real quick. How was your life, brother? Upside down. He said the only way, the word of God says here, I don't put you in the ship where you need to be. See, you don't already chose to leave. You don't already chose to abide in death. That's the first ship you got on. I don't change the ship. So that you can be protected. But I'm still going to whoop you because I got to break you. Broken pieces. But he says now the ship that I put you on. Paul said the only way you're going to be saved is that you stay on the ship. 
Not the one that you put yourself on, but the one that God put you on. Because the one you put yourself on was abiding you in death. But you didn't know it. So God knew it. So what did God do? God said, I'm going to help you because I love you. I see you need some help. I'm going to whoop you. You got to be whooped now. He going to chastise us because God's not mocked. So I'm not going to sit up here and give you a good or two-shoe story. No. I don't do that. That ain't what the Word say. Word say you're going to get busted up. That's what the Word of God say. Uh, you know, you can come up in here thinking I'm going to preach up best just to fancy you. No. I'm going to tell you the truth. And if you don't like the truth, then you're in the wrong place anyway. Amen. Can I get an amen? amen? You got to like the truth if you're going to come up in here. If you think it's rough now, you ought to caught me in my young days when I first come up in there. Tell them, child. I done ran many of them up out of here. If you think it's rough now, boy, the old man done got seasoned. It used to be plain raw, Brother John. And when I say raw, I mean raw. Uncut. I done simmered down now. Why? Because we done got the milk made. We done churned it long enough now. It turned into butter now. But you know, it take a lot of stuff in the beginning. You know, people coming up in thinking they're going to bring that old Baptist mess up in here and that old Methodist mess up in here. No, you ain't bringing none of that up in here. The only thing you get up in here is the Word of God. Ain't no denomination up in here because it ain't none in the Bible. If you can show it to me in the Bible, we do it. If you can't show it to me in the Bible, don't bring it up in here. I'm just straight up. It ain't going to happen. I've had plenty of them. Man, I need to go in the office and talk with you. What are you going to talk about, bro? Well, I think you need to do that. I think you need to go and start your own church. Amen. Mm-hmm. Trying to bring that mess up in here and contaminate my people. Mm-mm. That ain't gonna happen. We get a pure word up in here. You go out through yonder, you get them ticks on you. Then folk come back up here with them ticks on them, and then we gotta pick them off. Cause we don't pick them off, and they get on somebody in here. Blame ticks. All right, watch this. Broken pieces. He said, unless you abide in the ship, you cannot be saved. Verse 35. And when he had thus spoken, watch what he does. He does the Jesus thing here. He took bread. He gave thanks to God in the presence of them. And when he had broken it, he began to eat. Then were they all of good cheer. And they also took some meat. See, sometimes when you're at the point of death, God has somebody, that's if you're in the ship. He'll have somebody to speak a word to you, cheer you up, and give you something to eat that's been blessed by God. And now what that'll do is it'll ignite you and make you want to eat more of the word. Amen? Amen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when it does that, you'll see here in verse 36... And verse 37, and we were all in the ship, 
203 score and 16 sold, which equals out to 11. Those of you that have been here a long time know how to count the numbers. 2 plus 3 is, uh, uh, is 5 plus 6 is 11. Amen? Amen? 11 is the number for judgment. Okay? Are they not going to hit judgment? Is not judgment going to hit them in a minute? You'll see in a minute it is. If you don't believe it, you'll see judgment going to hit them in a minute. Now, didn't I tell you God is not mocked? Whatsoever man so he should reap. The number 11 means judgment. Confusion and judgment. So what that's saying here in this scripture is that everybody in there is going to be judged. Everybody. And when they had eaten enough, they lightened the ship. Mm -hmm. The ship is your soul that you're riding in, see? Once you eat enough of God, you begin to lighten the load on yourself, don't you? Amen. You know, you, you, your burdens begin to be released after you eat enough, right? Okay. <laughs> I'm just breaking it down to you, that's all. They lightened the load and cast out the wheat. The wheat is the word of God. Where did they cast it out? Into the spirit realm. Mm -hmm. Let's see. And when it was day... Uh-oh, something going to be required here. They knew not the land. Uh-oh. But they discovered a certain creek with a shore into the which they were minded, if it were possible, to trust in the ship. Well, that certain creek with a shore is an opening in your garment where the ways of destruction can be channeled so that you will be saved. Remember God said, now, you got to build your house on the rock. You don't build your house on the rock. Something happens. See, there has to be an opening somewhere in your life where the destruction can go, but you still live. That's all it's saying there. We, as human beings, absorb many difficulties in life, do we not? But we're still living. Why? Because that garment had an opening, that, that life we have, that soul that God has placed in us. God has an opening there where the destruction in life, when it comes, it can wash in there and be absorbed. And see, that's right where they wanted to go because they saw, saw a chance to get to the shore. But watch what happens. Broken pieces, y'all. Broken pieces. Anybody been broken? Amen. To pieces? Amen. Broken pieces. Broken pieces. What? Watch the word. He says here in verse 40 And when they had taken up the anchors, you know, them things that's holding you down, they committed themselves into the sea, the Spirit. And they loosed the rudder bands and hoisted up the mainsail, mainsail to the wind and were made and, and made toward shore. Now what they did was, see, this thing can get so hard on you in life, so sometimes you just got to put up your sail and flow with it, right? Because you can't stop it. You got to learn to flow with it. You, can you stop a train? Sometimes that thing can get so hard on you until you... You just got to flow with it. Life can do that sometimes. And it ain't a thing that you can do about it except 
Put your sail up, trust in God, and flow with it. Because the longer you try to stand there and stop it, you can't do that. You're not capable. Hope I'm making sense. 41 says, And falling into a place where two seas met, two seas, the Spirit of the Lord and the Spirit of your own self, they meet. And ran the ship, done what? Ran the ground. See, what happens? There's a war between the spirit and the flesh that Paul talks about. When that thing meets, something got to break. Something got, the ship that you're in got to break. If, if them two spirits clash together hard enough, oh yeah, it's going to be some breaking. Now the word of God says here in 41, that and falling into a place where two seas met, they ran the ship aground, and the fore part stuck fast and remained unmovable. See, the fore part is the spiritual part of yourself. See, it, it became, it's, it's unmovable. But watch what happens to that other part of you. Talking about broken pieces. But the hinder part, that's that part of you, was broken with the violence of the wave. Broken pieces. You see what happened here. And the soldiers' counsel was to kill the prisoners. Least any of them should swim out and escape. But the centurion, see, it's always good to have somebody on your side. But the centurion, willing to save Paul, kept them from their purpose and commanded that they which could swim should cast themselves first into the sea and get to land. See, some people know how to swim in turbulent waters. Right? And there's another set, and the rest, some on boards, and some on what? Broken pieces of the ship, your soul. And it came to pass that they did what? They escaped all safe to land. But how did they get there? Swam. Some of them swam. Some of them had to get on a board, a broken board, to get to land. In other words, some of them had to, to, to get on what they call the strength that's within them to swim to that land. But they needed the help of that board. And then there's the other ones that had to cling to those broken pieces of their life but they still clinged on to those broken pieces and they made it to land and their lives were saved church I'm telling you this morning it makes no difference what you go through in life the only way we're going to get to shore is on broken pieces because we've gone through to doing it our own self, swimming through the turbulent waters on our own. We, 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 we've gone through that phase of life.
We've gone through that phase of life where we swam to shore on the boards. Now we're at that point in our life where we're getting to land and to shore by way of broken pieces. Amen? Amen. Y'all have a good day. God bless y'all. Sometimes we get, we say, oh, but we need to be and get down right. But sometimes it's just getting broken pieces. Lord, get the hold on. Amen. Praise God. Good word. Amen. Thank the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Amen. I don't know about y'all, but I believe I've been it all up one time or another.